Welcome to another great episode of the On The Radar Podcast. This is a podcast that features music and artists coming to, through, and from the greater Midwestern areas. My name is Peapod. Back again at Underhill Recordings. My producer for this episode is Mr. Pat Checkett. Uh, very excited. Love the new joint, brother. Really like it. Uh, very excited. Uh, we're, we're not in his living room anymore. Uh, we did a handful of episodes with, with his brand new home in his living room. A couple episodes back, we did an episode with uh, Man Mountain. He wasn't even in here a week, and yeah. he's like, yeah, let's record him. So it's like right in their kitchen area. <laughs> but now we're in a proper studio. He's uh, redone his garage. He's treated it, and very excited for a, a lot of the sounds. I'm very excited for a lot of fun things going on. My guest this afternoon or today or whenever you listen to it is the Detroit, Michigan sibling pop duo known as the Old Adage. Hi, guys. Howdy. Hey. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. 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 Thank you so much yeah. for taking some time and uh, doing this. We're very excited. Go ahead and introduce yourselves and tell us what you do in your group. My name's Mimi, and I am the lead singer, uh, songwriter, and... Um, Basically I guess I'm right basically now. manager and yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm Nino. I'm her brother. Um, and I do like all the production, uh, uh, recording, mixing, mastering most time and live show stuff, setting all that up. And we do most of the audio stuff. So we song write, co-song write too, but maybe does a lot lately, more lately. <laughs> <laughs> she, but, she, yeah. she seems very shy about that. I, are you, are you, is that, songwriting by yourself is that still like new or just um, you have new ideas you're, you're you're plopping out not really like i think we've been using this process for a while like yeah. um a few years I'll, at least now yeah since like cycles uh, i'll come up with the original like melodic line and like chord progression and then i'll just bring it over to nino and then we'll kind of go from there yeah build a song out of it it'll yeah. be just like lyrics maybe a chorus at first sometimes yeah. a whole sometimes song. a whole song yeah. Yeah. sometimes a whole song oh i feel like lately it's been like more whole songs yeah whole yeah. songs and then like we'll kind of get together put a chord progression maybe there's mm -hmm. already one to it and we'll just produce it up and make yeah. it work and maybe put some of my vocals like, in i have a lot depending. of the ideas but like nino like executes it more mm -hmm. so yeah He's more technical. Yeah, well, I mean the music, <laughs> yeah, ideas too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do but we, I'm like, do, do this, do this, and you do that. <laughs> do, doing music together, uh, together uh, as a family is uh -huh. always is always nice to see. Um, when you guys first started this idea, um, did you think that working side by side, hand in hand in doing this was uh, the right idea? Or is it just something that is just kind of you've always been together and kind of had the same ideas together. So you might as well just do this together. Who else would know you better than your own family? Yeah, yeah it was kind of like uh, it was kind of a little bit of both of those, you know, mm -hmm. uh, growing up, our mom would put us uh, like on t in talent shows and stuff like that, because like our whole our mom's side of the family, they're all like singers and musicians and stuff like that. And so our dad's side of the family dances. They don't really sing or play, but they dance. You know, it's so a lot of music from the from the roots. And um, I mean, w I started playing guitar when I was thirteen. We always sang like little things here and there, like in church uh, for like I said, talent shows, just events and stuff like that. And when I started playing guitar, me and Amy got together. We're like, oh well, this is kind of can work. Like us kind of doing this, you know. Yeah. So we started writing songs. And they started pretty rough. And I got but a drum set. Yeah, <laughs> Mimi, Mimi plays a little bit of drums, and that was like her first instrument was like drums. And, well, uh, actually, my first instrument was piano and then oh, violin. Yeah, it was. Okay, okay, I was totally wrong there. <laughs> <But> <laughs> okay, well, when we started doing stuff together, that's what we, that's what she was initially playing. But yeah, it was kind of like, well, this kind of works, and it was kind of like we were the closest musicians we knew because yeah. we lived in the same house. Right. You know? So it just made sense to do it like that. Singing, dancing, you know, <laughs> you slice and dice and make julian fries too. And <laughs> I do everything. love to cook. I yeah, mean. <laughs> look at you guys—literally yeah. just 
bleeding out and just like oozing all this art and talent Aww. and it's it's wonderful to see well thank you of course get a little get a little, little, little oh my gosh little, oh my gosh little, oh, little, so so <laughs> no but it's it's, it's kind of nice um talent shows such a young age how uh like can you give us some stories about that um, one that we always did every year, uh, Camp Dearborn. We, yeah, we went to a place <laughs> called Camp Dearborn. It's in Milford, Michigan. Okay. And, um, you would think it'd be in Dearborn, Michigan, but it's not, no, it's in no. Milford. Yeah. But the city of Dearborn actually owns it. Okay. Which so is interesting. Yeah. So yeah. like, so we would go, we used to live in Dearborn when we were really, really young. So like we would go every year for the summer, July 4th, they had big fireworks, you know? So we would go and like, there was a ton of people, a ton, a ton, ton of people there for that like week because it was like July 4th, you know? So everybody would camp out and cook out. And so they had like events like every day and one of the events was a talent show and so my mom would always have us like sing like patriotic songs just as us kids, you know Aww. what I mean? She would just get us up there or that and cat sing. came back. Song. Oh yeah. <laughs> whatever we wanted to sing, whatever like we knew. My mom was like, Are oh, you guys can do this? She just put us on stage and we all just sang together. Yeah. Uh, me 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 and our younger sister sometimes too. And like we just did it. Like I don't I don't know if we thought it was anything of it but mom i just, did yeah i mom definitely just, didn't want to do it that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. like i fucking hate you mom <laughs> oh, yeah and oh. then and then like in church too like she put us on stage by the time we were 12 we were singing on stage in church you know like she had us helping out like either music instrumentally vocally something of that nature and like that was her rule you know you had to be involved musically mm. and when we were younger we kind of hated it but now it's like we obviously thank her for it. Yeah. You, you kind of get thrown thrown into the, the fire right away. Yeah. And I think that helps you know, when you develop more into your, what, mid-20s? Yeah, yeah. mid-20s. Mm -hmm. So, uh, which is great. I, meeting so many people younger than me, it's just crazy. <laughs> I, I just, I'm in my 30s going, uh, I got a cool vegetable nickname, whatever. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I, I kid. But uh, it's nice to see uh, uh, acts like that, especially coming out of the area that have a very – very unique spin on uh, pop music. Uh, we don't, we don't, we haven't featured much pop music uh, uh, on this podcast. We've done rock and country and whole mess of other things, but mm -hmm. you guys are kind of our first pop duo. Yeah. Um, there's always the argument I see that that pop music, yeah, it may or may not be considered uh, a genre because yeah. pop mm. music would be more, you know, short for popular, popular music yeah. and a hybrid of kind of all the yes, yeah. What what do you think about that? What what do you think pop music is is just like an amalgam of all the genres, or is it pop music its own thing? I think it's a little bit of both, personally. I think yeah. it's kind of like a like a mixing pot, like of what like. The most catchy songs, uh, mm -hmm. or the most catchy kind of like, um, I guess songs, yeah, out of a genre, you know, end up being pop music. And if it like, if that same style, I feel like continues for a while, that becomes like pop music. You right. know what I mean? Uh, for me, at least, that's what mm -hmm. I think. I mean, pop music just catchy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Singer songwriter catchy stuff. That's what I think. You know, for me, that's what I consider pop. What do you think? I I agree with that. And maybe that is exactly what it is. It's just like whatever is catchy and relevant. Right. You know, I don't necessarily think. I think over the years it's kind of had like a vibe, I guess. Like, but at the same time, like music has changed so much. So it has. Yeah. It. Uh. It. Just thinking about things one year, five years, ten years ago, it's mm -hmm. crazy. But then you see guys like Backstreet Boys still pumping out hits. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's and they're crazy. all in their forties. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. Being a radio guy and and introing a song in 2018 from the Backstreet Boys yeah. is the weirdest thing I've done. Yeah. Uh, as yeah. of late, I mean, mm -hmm. as of late, I can go on about weird, weird radio <laughs> stories, but I'm not going to. What is that song uh, that's on the radio uh, right it's, now? Uh, it, it's called. Uh, fuck. It's now, really good. It's it's good. Now I, I can't. Think I can't of remember the yeah. most. I can't think one. Of, yeah, uh, I can't remember one from a, a few years back. To it, the internet. Isn't like in a world like this or something? They had like a few. Mm. Years Don't back. go breaking yeah. my heart. Oh Don't yeah. Don't go breaking mm. my heart. And it's and it's. It's good. I thought yeah. it was like it sounded like One Direction type stuff. Yeah. A little bit. I like yeah. it I mean, though, like a that, lot. I feel like that was kind of the inspiration of One Direction. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like the new age, like Beatles slash Backstreet Boys. You know, that's what they try to do with. I mean, that's what I would have guessed. You One see, Direction. You at least. see all these boy bands and these uh, these pop acts come in, yeah. and all of a sudden they're like, "Okay, hold on, Daddy's home." Yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> let's, exactly. Let's let's show you how it is. Yeah. Young I don't know, man. One Direction, they really killed it. Like, I don't care what people say. One Direction, like. I know my, they weren't really songwriters themselves, but they had great songs written for them. They had good voices. 
just the production behind it, like the whole team behind them, I think, I think did fantastic. I thought the team behind them was good. Yeah. But then when you got to each of them individually, yeah. I thought mm. it was lacking. Yeah. Mm. I could see that for sure. I think they were produced really well, like put together. Correct. Right. Yeah, I exactly. Think, I think they, 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 they pulled the strings. Yep, and they, exactly. And they, and it's all the ingredients together. Exactly. That's what it was. All of a sudden now you take those ingredients out and it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's you just have a bunch stuff. of flour over here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your eggs, your flour, your yeah. salt, whatever. Yeah. My wife yeah. will appreciate that I, baking I, reference. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like some of their stuff on their own, but they definitely did a lot better together and whatever they had going on before. Who do you who are you liking right now as a reference into pop music? Like, who do you think is like the it? thing right now for, for me it's taylor swift no questions asked no tw- no questions asked. yeah i love taylor swift emphasize emphasis on love like love. legit yeah <laughs> no i just went and saw her at ford field like uh how was that oh my god it was life-changing I, th- literally, I think i saw you guys tweet about it yeah just like literally <laughs> the best show i've ever seen in my life wow. like not even exaggerating like i go to i go not i wouldn't say a lot of shows but this year i've been to probably like 15 to 20 like good like big production shows mm-hmm. not just like local stuff you mm-hmm. know and so like i mean it was just so great like the audio was on point you know what i mean there was choreography for the whole like almost two hour set you know transitions were fantastic there was just it was just so done so 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 well like the only one that i can think the shows that have come close are like bruno mars in my opinion oh i'd love to see bruno yeah mars he was, i saw him in 2014 before he like super super blew up okay. you know so it was like it was his beginning stuff and that was a great show too uh muse puts on a really good show mm. uh, i really liked the, a lot of their stuff yeah but like taylor swift man she just oh my god i paid like 250 for the tickets I would have paid five hundred. Like I did not feel like I paid. Tickets a lot were like uh, like obnoxiously expensive. Yeah, they were. I mean, I mean, you get what you paid for. Oh, it, but still, you totally did. Yeah, like I remember I went and saw Demi Lovato a little bit ago at Little Caesars Arena, and like that was one shot. Was just like, man, that could have been a lot better. Really, like, there was nothing wrong with it. It just didn't excite me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like she's, I, I think Demi Lovato is one of the best pop singers like out there right now. I think she's it, a phenomenal. It's voice. a shame that she's dealing with so many, so many skeletons in her closet right now and a lot of, a lot of drug issues. And she speaks very open about all of that. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. unfortunate to see her kind of struggling. Spe- struggling, especially yeah. in the age, you know, right around the time we're still, you know, we're like what, a couple weeks out from Mac Miller's death. Yep. Um, and it's really funny cause we just recorded an episode, not even a week ago, a little behind the scenes, uh, stories here for the podcast. We did, uh, we did an episode about a week ago and, uh, it, that was like a day or two right after Mac Miller's death. So we're a couple weeks out from there Yeah. and it's just, I feel this is this maybe maybe touching a little subject, but I just feel like a lot of people because Mac Miller was good for what he was. Yeah, but I feel like nobody really he wasn't on he wasn't in the conversation until yeah. he died. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. And it's unfortunate to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could one can argue that you know where were all the people talking about him when he was current? Well, maybe mm-hmm. he was being talked about, just yeah. not in yeah. the circles what it is. But yeah. I think a big event uh, like rehab uh you know death things like that yeah if it ble- mm-hmm. it's that old news mentality if it bleeds it leads mm-hmm. you know gets people talking yeah why do you think then people will end up jump jumping on a bad wagon when something goes wrong do we just live in a maybe we're getting philosophical now do we just yeah. live in a world that we want to talk about the bad or it's not exciting unless something goes wrong like nobody's perfect therefore we have to emphasize everybody's um uh, cracks faults. and yeah. faults yeah yeah i mean i think i just see it like people like drama in general mm-hmm. you know what i mean i oh, think yeah. people just it, it excites people so i mean if it excites them it's something to talk about i think a lot of people don't have anything mm-hmm. to get excited about so they get excited about other people's drama you and know i think people are fucked up too because um mm-hmm. i think people like seeing people like fall yeah and not succeed yeah and unfortunately but like when that stuff happens like people are also happy about that like it's really messed up it is Mm -hmm. yeah it's devastating to see a lot of that so i'm hopefully demi lovato can kind of battle her demons because she's a very she's she's done a lot and i i can respect her for a musician yeah um i mean it's not not my taste in music for sure but i i can respect an artist doing what they're doing and and it sounds 
it sounds raw. It sounds mm-hmm. real. It's not overly produced. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it sounds pretty good. Uh, Mimi, you, what do you think? Who is like the it factor, it person right now? Outside uh, of Taylor Swift. Because um, your brother already took it. Well, <laughs> I honestly, like, I'm really not that into, like, more pop music. Uh, I'll listen to the radio. Yeah. But, like, I more listen to, like, more pop rap. Okay. Like, popular stuff, like G-Eazy. Okay. Like, I do like Cardi B. <laughs> Amigos. See, I like, I kind of like some Migos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I like the Migos. Yeah. The really <laughs> yeah. white person Drake. here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, th- I think Migos is very enjoyable. Drake has some good stuff. Yeah. yeah. What about the uh, Eminem MGK beef I right know. now? Yeah, he just dropped, Eminem just dropped his diss track Ooh. like yesterday or something like that. Ooh. I listened to it and I, w- I was I was pretty impressed. Like, for Eminem, like, I personally feel like he's kind of, he's, I don't know if he should still be making music. You know what I mean? Making music. And I loved Eminem, like, for the longest time. Right. I just kind of feel like he's – he said it until I collapse. He's like um, – uh, uh, he says something about, like, when your run is over, just admit when it's at its end. Mm-hmm. And, he, and like, I'm like, you haven't done that, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he still hasn't done that. Uh, yeah. Time's ticking, man. Yeah, but no, his, his, it, it, was, it was a good comeback. It was really good, I thought, personally. I didn't hear it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she actually asked to listen to it on the way here, and I told her no. I was kind of kidding, but I forgot to actually play it. <laughs> well, you got to do it on the way back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell, tell us, tell us uh, how that how that go. Yeah, uh, Migos is very enjoyable right now. Yeah, um, yeah, they're doing a lot of things. I I didn't know. <laughs> once again, it's white dude. Um, I didn't know Migos <laughs> was three people until yeah. fairly recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. thought it was just one person. Yeah. But no, it's Migos, Amigos. Uh, I didn't know that either. Girl. Like yeah. till a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I saw Quavo being like featured on everything. Right. And oh, I'm yeah. like, where did this guy come from? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what is this? And then they're I find all cousins. Out, yeah. And then I find out he's from Migos, and I'm like, that makes sense. Oh. That's why he's being yeah. featured on everything. Because like, it's no, all individually, he, and then Migos came out like all together, like, oh hey, here's all of us. You yeah. like us? In, yeah. Yeah. You know, they had like the their own careers going at yeah. first, I think. Well, I mean, I just listened. I mean, they had that one song with Carnage. Um, mm. Like that dropped in like 2014. What was it called? I forget what it's called. Uh, Bricks, mm. Bricks with them and Carnage. It's like Carnage mm. is like more like EDM kind of stuff, you know. Right. And it was like really, really heavy hip hop. You know what I mean? Mm. And like I liked it because it was like a hybrid between hip hop oh, yeah. and EDM, and that's kind of stuff I love. EDM yeah. is like EDM and pop, are like my pr- favorite yeah. genres. Yeah. Yeah. And so like that was like four years ago, and like people didn't even know those Migos because they mm. didn't blow up with Bad and Bougie in 2016. That's when they blew yeah. up, you know. And so like it, I thought it was kind of funny. That like they were still doing stuff, they just weren't as popular as a yeah. group, you know. I think they've been out for quite some time. They, if you look at their like, yeah. uh, what's it called, their catalog, they got a sh- they had a crap ton of albums. They yeah. really do. They have a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're they're being featured high, heavily. Let's let's dive into the the electronic world a little bit because some yeah. of your music has that kind of uh, synth mm. yeah. uh, aspects to I it, and I have recently gotten <laughs> like really into like a lot of post rock and mm-hmm. synth wave and yeah. borderline ambient. I don't want to say like I like ambient because just ambient. When I think ambient music, I just think I'm gonna go to sleep to this yeah like mm-hmm. like I, meditating yeah like no i write i like something with like some uh, structure of a song that's yeah, why i like melody. um our I, I really got into it for uh, honestly with our episode with man mountain yeah mm-hmm. and, of and, ours. and 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 there's there was super they're super dope and mm-hmm. really got uh got into it pat got really into uh man mountain uh, yeah yeah <laughs> And uh, and uh, and then I started listening to more and more, and uh, we were interviewing one of the. Uh, I was invited to a, a two day post rock festival um, in October. We're gonna do a little coverage with, and uh, I I was like listening to all the acts that are being on it. I'm just like, this is crazy. Yeah. Who who are you liking right now in that in that world? In the electronic world. Yes. Um, I s- love Diplo. Yeah, she actually uh, played the same stage as Diplo a little oh, bit yeah. ago. Oh, I yeah. Played movement. She played movement in Detroit. Um, she was like a. What, what, what would you say that I was like was? A, their singer. Yeah, like they need they need a singer. I think their singer dropped out. Is that what happened? Mm, yeah, no? yeah. Their yeah. singer was supposed to like fly out from like California or something, but yeah. it's just like a featured singer. Like yeah. okay, so it's yeah. like one of the one of the tunes with the singer in it. Yeah, yeah it, they had a few songs, and they mostly just had me like. Who was it again? future yeah um yeah. from back in the 90s techno kind of stuff yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah yeah it was cool but she played the main stage at movement so it was really cool i thought it was pretty awesome awesome but um she cool. likes diplo a lot i personally like diplo uh major laser big one yeah. diplo is part and of major that. laser yeah and that's a big one for me uh kygo 
marshmallow. Avicii. Uh, Avicii. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Avicii. I, Avicii was man. really good. I loved Avicii. He was one of my favorites. But Marshmallow like, was doing some good. Yeah. I heard a song they did with uh, Bastille. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, they just and, dropped a new one. Yeah. yeah they and just I thought it. I really enjoyed it. I might have yeah. to check out more Marshmallow because he's he's popping yeah. up more and more. Yeah, yeah. He's doing a lot he's of like everywhere. the poppy stuff now with like different artists like that. Mm-hmm. He's doing like the production stuff, making it a little kind of EDM, a little hip hop. You know, he's doing that pop stuff now. But like he just dropped an, an album like I want to say a month or two ago. Uh, Joy Time Two, his first one, like his debut album was called Joy Time. Right. And he just dropped Joy Time Two, and it's almost like all instrumental. It's just really feel good, really like major key, like mm-hmm. EDM. Bubbly. It's really cool. Yeah, it's real <laughs> bubbly, kind of like yeah. I, I love Marshmallow. His, I went and saw him in February, I think, and that was that was lit as hell. It was EDM lit, show. legit though. <laughs> I saw him, and I went and saw Kygo uh, uh, this year too, and like. I didn't think I liked girly music, but apparently I do because I was literally surrounded by women. Like twenty. <laughs> Good for you then. No, I know. I was I was not complaining, but I was just like, wow. It was like just twenty year old women, like all over, like just everywhere. And I'm like, wow. I must like girly music because like, I don't know. But Kygo was great. I like Kygo too. But like, yeah, Marshmallow, Major Lazer, Kygo. Those are kind of my favorites in the EDM world right now. I like it. So yeah. a lot of different uh, influences from family, from uh, the different types of music you guys enjoy and it formed into a handful of uh songs and albums everything matches in 2014 cycles in 2016 Mm -hmm. and just recently dropping lame yeah um which kind of got into your world of a little little hip-hop little that Mm -hmm. um odd time signature rap music. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say like mumble rap because it's just a stylized, yeah, yeah. but yeah. like rap right now is like a little trap. Oh, it kinda is little like trap. That. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, Lame was kind of a, I don't want to say an outer liar, but it was mm-hmm. kind of like one that kind of just came out of nowhere for us. Like we, Mimi had sent me, you'd sent me just like a vocal, like, right? Like a uh, vocal recording on her phone and yeah. just like the lyrics and stuff. And like we were, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. You know, we like, I did kind of like a kind of trap style beat to it, you yeah. know? And then we kind of left it for a while. Like we didn't touch it. Mm-hmm. It was really like in draft form for a long time. And like probably a year, maybe almost two years ago now that happened. And like, we just like kind of got around to it and like really produced it up. And like, I did a verse and like, it was, we just really liked where it was ended up. And like, yeah, it just happened, but it happened to be really hip hop, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. it's, I don't know how it happened, but like our stuff, it's like, or why <laughs> really? Yeah. Or why? Like, it's not like we're really leaning into that genre, you know, mm-hmm. but it, it worked. Just, it worked. Yeah. yeah. It just, it did work. You know, like the new stuff we're doing now isn't necessarily like more hip hop. It's still kind of like the, I don't want to say it's a, it's an indie and like, I'm yeah. super into like, um, like indie yeah. music. Um, yeah. I don't know how it worked, but it just did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Of like how it on lame, yeah. How how we end up with that? I think like it's like any of our songs. Like we don't really mean to make (laughs) it happen. (laughs) It's just all an accident. Yeah, just like I mean, kind of really. I don't ever think we have like a set direction or Mm -hmm. like we're like, oh, we want this song to sound like this. We just start writing. Yeah, and and like yeah, on the production side of things too. I'll I'll pick something. It's just if it feels right. It feels right. Sometimes I change things out, like kicks and snares later on. Yeah. Uh, I play with I mean, synths a lot, a lot. You know. Yeah. And so like, it just depends. It really just depends where it ends up and like what's influenced me at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, if like I'm really listening to a certain artist, I'll be like, well, I kind of want this vibe to like kind of go with what that's going like because mm. that's just what's inspiring me. You know. Yeah. <laughs> For choose, yeah. getting more and staying sober, getting money too. Gonna keep a sweet cake, vomiting yeah. just to consume. If you ain't messing with it, find some losers you can scoop.
like you. inspiring you as like you mentioned that you're making music as uh, as of right now mm-hmm. um, with, with some of the albums and some of the singles you've released in the past mm-hmm. what what is the feel that you have coming up at this point in time I think we're leaning like way more EDM and mm-hmm. hip-hop because okay, yeah. like we want like the trappy beats mm-hmm. but we still want to be like indie alternative but we still want to be pop i still feel like we kind of end up alternative just because that genre is so broad it is yeah. you know it, it can be so broad and a lot of the new alternative is is has a lot of influences from hip-hop and like edm you know mm. so i still feel like we do kind of fall in that category but at the same time i feel like we're in the pop category because it's like just kind of catchy like songs like mm. just singer songwriter kind of stuff but at the same time i feel like we're very influenced by edm and hip-hop you know so it's like it's really hard i feel like to like smack dab a genre you know yeah i think with alternative being at first uh being kind of folky yeah. and then kind of shifting especially right around when imagine dragon started blowing up more yeah. and more yeah. Yeah. um going into that kind of uh more rock but hip-hop yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly. with a little bit of like synth yeah. in it yeah they're one of our we're, we're one of our inspirations for a little bit mm-hmm. you know and like yeah that's kind of like who we've said we kind of sound like at some points you know at yeah. some points but yeah. then i'm thinking that and i made a comment about this uh on facebook recently mm-hmm. i felt like imagine dragons is starting to become the nickelback of I, alternative that's exactly yeah. what I was music yeah because they it's and i, and I, I made that comparison because a first off and we, t- we spoke about this a little bit way back on uh, Secret Spaces episode. Go check that out. Episode four on your feeds. Cheap ones later. Um, that Nickelback ended up being kind of a um, a copy of itself of the time of music because yeah. uh, uh, Dean started talking about the Nirvana Nickelback curve where it's like Nirvana was like the height of alternative. And then yeah. more and more artists tried to – emulate it's like yeah. playing mm. musical telephone in a sense yeah everybody's trying to emulate what it mm. is and it ends yeah. up being a copy of itself mm-hmm. and while nickelback in itself and are successful for what they did for sure they're very formula formula formulamatic format can't oh, fucking man. talk <laughs> formatic um they, they have a formula they stick with it and you yeah. can kind of tell right off the bat it's nickelback that's why i yeah. think a lot of people mm. make fun of it because yeah. you know it's yeah. the internet but imagine dragons is starting to do that same yeah. thing yeah like, you can tell it's imagine dragons yeah. within the first couple of beats but that's not necessarily a bad thing either. no it's yeah yeah it's not a bad thing to have a sound but like 
like you said, it's everything's starting to sound the same. Yeah. It's like See, which song is this? Like personally, that's how I feel about Migos. I think really? Migos is great. Oh yeah, I think they're, they're totally great, like but I think terrible. all their stuff sounds like really similar. Any of that kind yeah. of it annoys me when a, when a band comes out with an album and yeah. I fade out of it for some reason and I can't tell when one song ends starts, and the next yep. one starts. I I lose interest. There's like yeah. a couple of acts I've seen yeah. locally or a couple of big ones recently. Sure. Like I uh, I just listened to Thrice's new album. They just mm-hmm. came out. Uh, Palms. You really you liked it? <laughs> He's Jumping, jumping. <laughs> because I want, yeah. I want your two cents on this because I, uh, I didn't like it. I was disappointed. Uh, I'm a, I'm a long-term Thrice fan. Yes, uh, me too. And the, the vocal change, I think, because it is kind of uh, like, like Nickelback-inspired vocals. A little of. bit. Yeah, well, not necessarily Nickelback-inspired, but it, it has more of a grunge sound to it, which yes. I think a lot of people have a hard time getting into. Uh, certain songs, though, I loved. I love the synth. And then, like, The Dark, for example, is probably my favorite song on that album. Maybe I uh, need to go back and listen to it a little bit more, but I, I, a couple of the songs were really good, and there was, there was some substance there, but going from To Be Everywhere is To Be Nowhere and then going to Palms, like, I thought something was missing. I don't know if it was a change of direction, change of record label. I just thought something was missing. I, I, I... I I agree. I had a hard time getting into it. I okay. like it. I like select songs a lot. Yeah. I respect that band so much though because they do whatever they want. Right. I, mean, I, I feel like there's no. Uh, they really are just doing what artistically they want to do True. for themselves, and yeah. it's a very awesome thing. I They're guess. definitely yeah. not the same band as Artists in the Ambulance days, yeah. but it, it's I I and I'm glad that they've evolved the times and their feelings. Like they became family. They they became you know husbands and fathers and like they can't be you can't be angsty anymore but uh, at the same time i think it was just something i don't know maybe i need to take yeah. another listen to it i don't know <laughs> or maybe i just got into a lot more post-rock so i'm expecting more i don't know specifically the song with dark is so good yeah, the, the, dark is you know the synth work in it sounds like stranger things kind of yes. like I feel, oh, yeah I love stranger things yeah absolutely it's yeah. like cool old vintage synth i can tell it's like super expensive <laughs> real, real, super expensive, yeah. real synthesizer for you. Sounds really, really expensive. Sounds really, yeah. yeah these synthesizers sound expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I know what I know what you're saying. Too. You know like, exactly. I, I, yeah, exactly. Know what you're saying. Well, when you become when you go into that style of music, you end up being a gearhead. Yeah. And and when it comes to gear and whatnot, I just it just becomes Latin to me. Yeah. I'm just like I don't know. Yeah. But you know, but you start talking gear and Pat or you know yeah. our other producer Travis, they'll they'll talk your ear <laughs> off, and I'm like, cool. Yeah. How about the local sports teams? Which yeah. is also another <laughs> subject I know nothing about. Sports yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I don't but know comic books, I'm all fucking for. Yeah. And music, hence why I do this. And my other podcast is a comic book com- podcast. Go. So I do the two things I'm good at. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Do you produce your own music? Do you go to a studio to do it, or do you like you yeah. start off with you guys? You pre you pre sample everything, and then you go somewhere else and record. Um, I have a at my in my apartment. I have like a I took my dining room and living room basically turned it into a studio. So it's like we do everything at home. So like Mimi, like we said before, like she'll write lyrics. Sometimes a chord progression. Sometimes it's just lyrics, and then we'll start from scratch and like I'll come up with a chord progression if if it's not already there. We'll pick sounds. We'll get a draft up, you know, get the song throughout and just kind of produce it as we go. We usually record mm-hmm. as we kind of produce, you know, mm-hmm. we record things as we go. If we're doing guitar, we'll add that. If we're doing vocals, if we want to do some cool samples. We'll mm-hmm. just do whatever, you know. And then I ended up I ended up mixing it and usually mastering it at home, too. So we usually do everything right there at home in the studio. Speaking of your home studio, which I'm very uh, – I'm always also impressed with this. Not only do you, you – the music is solid, but you have a very solid social media presence. Uh, presence. That's the word I'm going to Thank okay. you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, with over 6,000 on Facebook, which is very hard to do, especially with pages or a musician yeah. in general without mm. dope – without dropping, uh, you know, dope memes – uh, or dank memes, <laughs> dank um, memes. Uh, and 21k yeah. on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, which is very impressive. Um, but along with uh, along with all of that, you do the one minute covers. Yeah, is that is, is that out of your your apartment as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all in my, mm-hmm. in my apartment. Yeah. How? So, what was the idea behind those? Um. Well, Instagram. You can post up to a minute long on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They want it kind of just short, sweet, digestible. And we actually haven't been doing those much lately. But I was just going to yeah. tell you, we should get back on those. Yeah. Because I think people kind of like that vibe, you know. Oh yeah. But um, we kind of stopped for a while because we just released Lame, right? You know, and so so you're promoting that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're doing, and we did more. Sh- we've been doing more shows lately. This month we did like three or four shows, and that's like as many as we filmed this year. 
yeah. you know, so it's like we're back on playing shows a lot. So that's one of the reasons we were doing that because we weren't kind of like out as much. So we were like, well, we need to we need to do something, you know, mm-hmm. and it was fun. It was really cool. Actually, it was kind of because uh, like, we we can pick up a song pretty quick. You know, if we know the song, Mimi, the melody, she, I mean, she's a great singer. So like she picks it up like right away, can have it like pretty solid. And we usually just play like just the chords throughout and just make it work. You know, the hardest thing usually is remembering the words. <laughs> that was the hardest thing. I feel like recording those yeah. was just remembering the words, you know, it's like, we could remember the melody. We could remember our parts for if we're doing harmonies or whatever, usually. Mm-hmm. And the guitar part for me, guitar is like second nature. So it just mm-hmm. kind of came, you know, but remembering the words, we were yeah. like, we would be singing just one word. We'd be like, man, cause we did them live, you know, we recorded it. We right. Just, yeah. Just we one just, shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't like edit it or like do anything like that. It's like, I mean, I ran it through my stuff. I would process it with like compressors and EQs and stuff right. like that to make it sound good. But it wasn't like we wouldn't like go over stuff. We would just is one shot. You know what I mean? I mean, it wasn't one shot, but we would just take it until we got it straight through. You know, which mm-hmm. covers have you done so far on those? Um, we did about like 15 of those, something like that. We did yeah. uh, wait by Maroon five. We did never be the same by Camila Cabello. We did um, another Maroon five one, uh, girls like you. Did it say the Swift one? Did yeah. You did delicate. delicate. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we did a Navici one when Navici died. Mm-hmm. Um, do a Lipa, yeah, that uh, IDGAF. It's Lipa? I think uh, it is, yeah. I don't know. I've been pronouncing it Lipa on air, so I wasn't sure. I think I it's no Dua Lipa. Idea. I think it's Lipa. I okay. think I've heard it Lipa, but I right. could, we could be wrong. All right. I yeah. could be wrong, but I, I, I lean to uh, I'm being wrong. I, I always <laughs> end up uh, mispronouncing names of things all the time, so it's <laughs> yeah. always... Me too. Yeah, th- that's, that's <laughs> about... I don't know. I can't think of any offhand right now that we... More that we did. But we, did we did about 10 or 15 of them. We were doing for a solid once a week you know we were doing them sunday nights and posting on monday mornings which which one was the hardest one and which one was the easiest one to do oh that's i don't know that's hard what would you what do you think i think wait the first one was kind of an easy one i feel like it kind of came really quick but we yeah we, we shot that with our phone and we ended up getting like a tripod and like a, like a light and everything because yeah. we were starting to do them you know mm-hmm. but the first one we just did like i think uh, i think josh just shot it off my phone you know mm-hmm. um speaking of josh we have him he's shooting yeah the, he's the shooting video, video during the recording <laughs> yeah. of this episode. shout out to joshy boy edit he do does all our do, video do you work. want to jump on on air and just yeah, say a couple words yeah. you want to do cheap plug yourself what up jbe joshy boy edit uh follow me on instagram joshy boy edit uh, we're doing JB Spotlight interviews. You got music videos on there. I do weddings. What's up? You know, trying to get this money. Yeah, <laughs> Try no. to get this, trying to get this money. I like this guy. <laughs> he I like lying. this guy. No, Josh did the promo for Lame, and he's done the last two music videos of ours. So he's kind of been our work. video it's guy. Good, work. good job. Good for yeah, you, man. He, he's, he's been one of my best <laughs> friends since like middle school. I'm not used to the camera. I'm the yeah. radio guy, so I'm not used to the camera. <laughs> Get my good. Yeah. Side. I'm glad you got the good side of my beard. So <laughs> I need to get I need to get lined up uh, soon. I got a wedding to go to uh, yeah. in about a week. So there you go. Uh, yeah. Weddings are exciting. Oh yeah. Well, it's my it's my best friend. We we uh, uh, we we spent most of our college uh, careers living together, um, mm. and we just big old nerds and everything. He was the best man in my wedding yeah. about three years ago. So and he's getting uh, married a week from this recording date. Um, so shout out to Gary and Jen. Love you guys. Um, and so, I mean, I'm happily in his wedding. I'm not the best man, which is fine. I'm oh, glad because yeah, yeah. he has other friends yeah. longer than me and him, uh-huh. but it's great. But I'm just honored to be a part of that. So yeah. I'm very excited. There was one year that we were literally, we went to, my wife and I went to four weddings in oh, one wow. month. It was obnoxious. That's crazy. Yes. I love weddings. We went to New Year's yeah. Eve wedding, uh, this last year. Oh, well this beginning of this year and the end of last year. <laughs> yeah. Yes. How do you celebrate? Yeah, like, yeah. You, it's your wedding. Does, yeah. So, like, was the ceremony on the thir- on the thirty first, and then the receptions on the first? Yeah. I mean, kind of. Yeah. The yeah. reception was really late. I mean, at the reception for midnight, yeah. and it was just it was, it was lit. Really Everybody cool. was drinking. It was just a really good time. Nice. It was an awesome. Like, legit. I want to get married on New Year's Eve because of that. Really? Like, really? I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's you, like a new beginning. You yeah. I know no, it's really yeah, cool. So yeah. Because it's, it's cool. like everybody's refreshed. Everybody loves New Year's. You know. It's close to the holiday season, you know, but not not like involved in the holiday season. Yeah, you're exactly. like you're kind of re, you're kind of like detoxing from the holidays. Yeah, so. yeah. Because it, it goes, cool. it, it comes like the. I saw fucking Christmas decorations the other day, and it's 
Not even October. It's not even I, October. I hate that. Oh Don't my get me gosh. wrong. I like the holidays. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I like I like cooler weather. I like I'm one of those weirdos that likes winter, even though yeah. I'm from the Midwest. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I'm not ready for winter. I'm not ready for Christmas. Christmas in, in September. September. Yeah. But it's still eighty degrees for some weird reason. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I personally love the holidays too, but that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's not even October yet. Like the Halloween hasn't even come close yet, you know? Well, I feel like as soon as one one tree, you know, falls. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, Halloween. Yes. <laughs> I love Halloween. It kind though. of really feels do. like Halloween season already. See, it doesn't honest. to me yet. It no, to me it does. Yet. No. I'm still sweating. I think I'm ready for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. We're still sweating. <laughs> I, I got under boob sweat. I'm not, yeah. it's still not, I'm, no, yeah. it's not. It's not fall yet. Like, yeah. It was fall maybe for uh, uh, two for days, day. two, three days, <laughs> for, yeah. for two like solid days. It was fall. Yeah. Thanks, hurricane. And, yeah. uh, and, and it was great. It was hoodie weather. It felt good. I yeah. slept with the windows open. I didn't have to worry about the air conditioning. Hell yeah. Great. Then all of a sudden it's 80 degrees. Again. I know. And it's crazy. humid. And I'm just like, no, I'm done, man. Yeah, I can't. I can't. See, I don't that. mind either. I like hot. I like the cold. Yeah. I just not like too extreme. Like 100 degrees is too much. I can handle 80, you know. And like cold, it's like thirty degrees. That's cool. Zero, I'm like, eh, yeah, not so much. You yeah, know what I mean? That's how I feel. Like, yeah. I, but as if I get more, it like I've I've gone to like seventy five degree days that yeah. still felt comfortable. Yeah. The moment it gets starts to get too humid or too hot, and there's no like cloud coverage or yeah. anything, like I can't do it for sure. Like si- like upper sixties is like perfect weather for oh, me. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that that's ideal. That's how I like it too. Just yeah. a little bit of sweater, light coat or something, maybe you know. Yeah. You can be cold or hot depending on how you feel, See? how you want to yes, be, you know. Exactly. You have control. Man, I'm so sick of people looking at me like I'm so weird. So weird, so weird. I was out here trying to be myself. I just want to be me. 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 I just want to be Boss sucks, mouth shut, I'm not offending you Cause you'd be all up in my face If I was in fake, show my true face Yeah, I'm sick of standing in place I am a nice, where is the stage? I just wanna be me I'm up, think I'm in love with this Meeting myself, working and help up building heaven Now you all up in my face, cause I'm not fake Show my true face, yeah I'm sick of standing in place, I am an ace Where is my stage, I just wanna be me
You're doing yeah. uh, you said you were doing a lot more shows. I know you're both doing you know day jobs and everything. Yeah. You're a, you're an insurance guy now, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I sell insurance. Yes. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. fun. Kinda. It's got, it pays the bills. Yeah, it pays the bills. <laughs> yeah. 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 Kinda. Where, no, <laughs> where uh where are you trying to get to in your next your show routes? Where do you want to go? You know, who you want to be with? Tell yeah. us a little bit of like that mentality, where where you want to head to. Flockies. Um, we're planning to do like more Michigan and Ohio. So like um next month we are we're still kind of working on it, but uh, October into November. Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. So October into November, we're going to be doing a lot more Detroit and Toli- Ohio. I said say Toledo. Well, I mean, that's where Toledo we're at right too. now. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, we're trying to like stay a little bit more saturated mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. We're trying to focus more. Like We've done tours like out to New York and down to like Florida and Texas. And we've really gone like a lot of the Eastern half of the country mm-hmm. we've hit, but we're trying to like really get more like just focus on Michigan and Ohio because we feel like that's where we kind of developed a lot of fan base already. Mm-hmm. And so we're really trying to just like, like get expand that. Yeah. We're trying to just work on that and develop that more than out. anything, you know, I like, I like the, what, what you said, if you didn't catch it, she, she said trickle, trickle down from building such a, uh, a Midwestern vibe yeah, and then kind of like letting it spread more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. Because I think like we have such a, we have like, like you see like a, a fan base, but it's like so spread out that it's like, it's still hard to get people out to like certain shows. Yeah. And like, we're just really trying to focus on like focusing on our fans here and yeah. like making that connection with those people. And it, you know, yeah, I like that. That's hard to like, you know, be yeah. everywhere. It <laughs> it's really hard. Is. It's hard to give this area a name, and we've spoke mm-hmm. about it before. And I'll yep. keep saying it in every episode. You know, the Midwest is not a black hole. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of things going on. You just have to look. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have to see, and you want to see what the people are on the rise, the people who are on your radar, yep. the people who are working hard, that have substance, that are trying to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the biggest thing we want to feature. And that's the biggest thing we want to see is more artists coming into here and going, this is a great fan base. These yep. people know how to party. These people yep. know what to do. But not only that, but seeing the people and our artists and acts that grow from out of here go on to do big things. And people are like, they're from Ohio. They're yeah. from Michigan. Mm-hmm. They're from blank. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of big acts that come out of Ohio and Michigan. Yeah. A lot of big names. They yeah. really do. I mean, the biggest one a lot of people can associate is 21 Pilots right now. Yeah. Which, again, not my cup of tea, but can, I, uh, I can appreciate pilots. for what they've done. Yeah. I always forget that they're from what, Columbus. From right? Columbus. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Columbus. I forget that all and the time. Black Keys are from uh, Akron. Yeah. Yeah. Black yeah. Keys. I, I want to know where in Akron because yeah. I'm originally from Akron. Oh, so. really? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn Manson is from Canton, Ohio. Yeah, that's crazy. So there's yeah. there's you know Ohio. Yeah. We're yeah. we're we're a heartbeat. We're still beating. So yeah. There's a lot of people from Michigan. So. Yeah, a lot of Michigan. Well, it, it, Detroit. It's Detroit, the, exactly. It's, yeah. it's you know I one mean, of the places for music blues and rock USA. roll. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> so it yeah. helps. So working on new music, touring. Mm-hmm. What else is coming up into uh, 2019 with the old adage? Um, well, end of the year we plan on dropping an EP. So Ooh. that's part of the new music, you know. So yeah. it should be about five or six songs. Uh, basically, a compilation of all the singles we've, re- we've released this year. We want to do and maybe one or so one or two new ones on there mm-hmm. um, just because we haven't had a hard copy to sell right you know, like when we were out touring and playing shows and stuff since cycles, so, yeah like since cycles which was two yeah almost l- more than two years ago now yeah and so it's like we want to get something down and just kind of put it all together you know other than just singles you know and so that's going to be coming up uh, we want we were just talking about doing like some holiday stuff uh, last year we did a holiday song and it did really well. I mean, did really well on YouTube. One of our best, yeah. uh, actually, our best song we've ever released. On it YouTube. was like one of the top songs. On yeah, YouTube. when you search the song on YouTube, it, sh- it was one songs. of the first ones. Yeah, wow. so it did really yeah. well. Yeah, it was "What Child Is This?" It's an old like uh, church song. Right. But we actually played it at my church. That's why I wanted to do a church song because <laughs> like I'm a music director at a church in Novi. Okay. And so like, I yeah, but we ended up doing. Do you not that. want to talk about that, or is it no, no? It's just as I mean, it's just I don't know. It's just nothing to me. It's nothing too interesting. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, you know, do you think churches need to be more modern, like I a do. lot, and, and, and bring that's, and bring people in, especially with the music or the that's, or should they go like the super church route, like Cedar Creek, and try to be like over the top, like hey, we're trying to be hip. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, my church hired no me. No offense to Cedar Creek. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> my church hired me because they want to bring in a younger crowd. Okay. You know, but it's really hard to like satisfy a younger crowd and an older crowd. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's true. It's really hard to like satisfy them both. So it's like we, we were doing music. A lot of the music like I want to do is like still like the worship style, contemporary Christian music, because like the older people can still, they still mess with that. You know what I mean? They still, they still can like, okay, this is still worship music. They're like, yeah, but I fucks with this. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> the older people are like, oh, hell yeah, in the back. Like, I fucks with this. Yeah. And so like, I really want to, I really want to lean more towards like old adage type stuff, you know? Like the. <laughs> I'm sorry, I need a moment. No, I, I just. I guess selling things I jokes are funny. I thought that was really, just because I came from a very church heavy background until I was uh, at the age to make my own decisions and I'm going, eh, I'm good. I don't really want church anymore. Yeah. So yeah. just going, just like even for the holidays when we go, we go, we at least go to the Christmas Eve service mm-hmm. and we go in there and it's boring as fuck. Yeah. I yeah. don't like doing it. My yeah. wife's not a big religious person. So yeah. just yeah. like. I'm just not feeling they it. They gotta so, change something. Yeah, no, something. that's the thing. That's yeah. really the thing with churches. It's like, I personally love my church because of people. You yeah. know I what I mean? I love. Change. Go ahead, sorry. I love my church because it's like, it's just good vibes, positive energy. You know what I mean? That's why, honestly, why I like my church a lot. And like, um, I mean, it, we're not the most modern church by any means, mm-hmm. but it's because most of our congregation is older than 60. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I mean, that's a lot of churches. Most churches, unless you're really kind of revamping and doing a whole new modern church vibe, you know, which a lot of people are doing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, one of the reasons they brought me into that church is to do, like, new, like, contemporary music, bring the young crowd. But then I get so much pushback from the older crowd. They want they – w- they literally want me to do hymns still. You know what I mean? And it's like – they're like, well, why don't you play hymns anymore? It's like, well, people my age don't really know what that is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like – it's it's really hard. So, I, I mean, I try to make it work, and, like, it's just – I'm kind of, like, caught in the middle in a weird way, you, you know? You should just do, like, a spin on them. A spin on them? Yeah. Just, like, spin, like – like a like the top on my head, a yeah. marshmallow esque <laughs> remix yeah. of yeah. sick hymns, <laughs> right? Yeah, and right. Call it sick hymns. Sick hymns, yeah. <laughs> Pat's laughing. Okay. Yeah, that should be the thing. We should we should no. get we should get a super churchy group here and just call it sick hymns. Sick hymns. <laughs> <laughs> I fucks with these hymns. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if anybody's actually religious. It's a little sacrilegious. It's okay. It's, eh, all, right. it's, not it's all it's all in good fun. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. all it's all in good conversation. Mm-hmm. So um, I I kind of we kind of went off of the the rails off of that. But um, so shows. Yeah. New EP, possible holiday stuff. Mm-hmm. Tours, anything else? Yeah. Anything else you guys want to add or plug or hint or I mean, whatever? We really haven't planned into 2019 too much. And we have like one show we, in oh, Wisconsin. Uh, we have one show in 2019, guys. So go ahead. Hey, yeah. January <laughs> yeah. 10th. I don't All right. remember. Where. But like, we, but. yeah, <laughs> our, our plans were mostly for the end of 2018, and we're kind of still trying to execute those plans, make sure everything goes well. You know, we have like three or four things going at once. You know, so it's hard to like kind of stay on top of everything with music videos. We'll be dropping some music videos soon. Uh, we have an acoustic version, a lame. We're gonna be dropping soon. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's a, a totally different vibe, but it's we we like it a lot. So we're gonna drop that. We'll drop a music video for lame soon. Um, another one of the new ones on the EP will be dropping. Hopefully, a video for that. So we want to kind of you know, a lot of that stuff just kind of concentrated towards the end of the year. Awesome. Yeah. If we want to get in touch with the old adage, how do we do so? Um, our primary hubs are Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube. And uh, I mean our website too, www.theoldadagemusic.com. Or our email. Or oh, our email. Or the, my phone number. The old adage at Gmail, right? Yeah. Right, Mimi's phone number. I don't know if we want to just give that out to everybody. No. But no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not. <laughs> what? You want my phone number? No. You want? <laughs> you no. Want no, no. I want to say the old adage is a sick band name. Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys, uh, that. Shout out for that. <laughs> appreciate that. It actually came from an Atreyu song. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're coming back. They got a new album coming out. I think uh month. It's short it's fairly soon, right? New new uh new uh, Atreyu. Atreyu. Yeah. 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 Actually uh uh Brandon Saylor and his side project Hell or Highwater came uh came here last okay. year and it was awesome. Yeah. It was like not enough people for it because I don't think a lot of people understood and it was also like a Tuesday show, so yeah. that was always rough. But that was the dopest show I had, I had and I love uh Brandon Saylor. And he, I, I, he's one of my favorite, top, one of my favorite musicians, because um, not only does he, he's a great singer, but he's a phenomenal drummer. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, that's how you can get in touch with the old adage. Yeah. Um, 
you can follow this podcast, of course. Oh, on Spotify. Oh, and on Spotify. Yes, Spotify. And speaking of Spotify, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, yeah. Google Play, and all the major podcast platforms. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, it's uh, the on the uh, it's on the radar PC Instagram on the radar podcast and of course on the radar podcast uh, at gmail.com follow Pat and his band Ghost Native got some new stuff coming up hopefully soon of course Underhill Recordings soon to be a website and this beautiful studio that we'll post some photos and videos of uh, of everything Pat is working hard at all the stuff and uh, anything else you guys want to add I'm all right man it's Nino's single. Oh yeah, Nino, Nino, Nino needs a girl. Yeah, if Mimi does. If you want to fucks here. with Nino, oh man, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and on that note, I think we'll we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, end it there. Yeah. And on that yeah. note, I am Pod, You are you. Don't fight it, feel it, and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for joining us for another great episode of the On the Radar podcast. You're on my brain. Just like a Hollywood video flashing on the screen and I'm inside It's like a Johnny Depp Jerry Little and I'm 16 It's like a shot How long can I live it till you're with you on my right? Just like a Hollywood video I don't want it to be the way I plan don't want it to be predictable I am balling and climbing with the head Getting dirty, don't move when I'm on the low Is that the sky ain't the limit? No Is that a window for you when you see? When you see me, come get me Cause I wanna take you where the sky ain't the limit You're on my back Just like a Hollywood quick shout out to our friends over at stupid rad stupid rad now stupid rad merch company is your one-stop shop for all of your punk rock shirts and accessories not only are they the official web store for merch for the bands the bomb pops the gusto boss's daughter smoking popes but they also have a great line of their own style of shirts enamel pins accessories and so much more i love all their stuff and i love working and supporting with Stupid Rad Merch Company. Go check out some of their clothing now at stupidradmerch.com and if you buy any of their line of accessories, clothes, enamel pants, what have you, use the password RADAR at checkout R-A-D-A-R and you get 20% off your purchase and that 20% off will come to us here at On The Radar Podcast and help support us in all of our doings. Get rad with Stupid Rad Merch Company and be rad with the On The Radar podcast.